You're welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Praise the Lord. It is important for someone to know Jesus for themselves. But it's also important to have people around you that strengthen your faith, that encourage you in your salvation work. The journey of salvation is not supposed to be a lonely one. The journey of salvation is supposed to be done or carried out or fulfilled with others. So the idea God has is that every believer will have a company of believers. Because we need to encourage one another. I believe I was reading First Peter 5 somewhere some, uh, yesterday or thereabouts and then I got to the place where he said um, after he said the devil walketh about like a rattling iron and seeking whom he do the next verse he says whom resisted fast in faith then he said knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world that means that whatever is going on with you Others are going through it. Hallelujah. Alright, that's scripture. Verse 9, 1 Peter 5. So when you resist Satan, there's something you should know why you're resisting. If not, you start thinking you are just unfortunate. Amen. That the same afflictions, what I mean by afflictions is that it's the same experience. That's what we go through while we're on earth. Amen. That there are other believers like you. So some of them might share their experiences with you to encourage you. So, anything that pushes you to practice your faith in isolation does not have your interest at heart. It doesn't have your interest at heart. Your faith is not meant to be practiced in isolation. From the early church, why did Jesus not gets the you know the church started with 120 people together i hope you know that in the upper room do you know that it would have been possible that everybody would be at home and then the holy ghost would meet them at home but the church started as a gathering amen and we're going to be taken out of here as a what as a gathering hallelujah because we'll still gather with him in the clouds hallelujah so, as believers, we must honor the principles that God has placed for our benefits. That's why we belong to churches. That's why in the church we belong to small groups. Thank God for the church. 
But there's a role that the small groups play. There's a gap it fills in your life as a believer. So when we say today is cell day, we're trying to bring that consciousness of the small groups in church, the units where everybody knows your name and you know everybody's name. You cannot know the name of everyone in Renaissance Assembly. Praise the Lord. Even if you knew everybody, let's assume you had a, uh, a, a brain with a memory of... Uh, you know, one terabyte. <laughs> you understand that? You know. Today, new people are join, going to join us. Next Sunday, new people are going to join us. Amen. Are we together? So you can't know everybody. But you can know the people in your group. Hallelujah. There's something about someone knowing you. Being identified within a body. So, if you are in church today and you don't belong to any cell group, don't continue like that. The true, the proof of your membership here is that you've done membership school and you have been placed in a cell. Someone sent me a message. It was last week, I believe. It was a WhatsApp message, obviously, maybe from the devotional also. And the person sent a message with a long story and needed money for school fees. And I didn't know the person. Now, now for some of you, maybe you receive this kind of messages once in your lifetime. We receive this kind of message every other day. Are you understanding me? So you, you can't respond to all the messages. Praise the Lord. If I don't receive it on Facebook, I receive it on uh, one, one, one platform or the other. Sometimes just receive a mail. So just copy info at Renaissance Assembly. Just send a mail. You understand that? Just send a mail. You know, and all that. So, the person sent a message and said, I'm a member of church, Renaissance Assembly. Da, 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 da. I wrote the story. So I looked at it. So I said, I, I didn't know the person. You know, I didn't know the name. I'd never even heard the name before. So, but I now said, what cell do you belong to? If you don't know your cell leader, you all don't finish. <laughs> because I, it would be like a scam. Are you understanding me? What cell do you belong to? Who is your cell leader? So then person mentioned someone. And I know the cell leader. So okay. That means it's Jerry. Okay. Go and meet Pastor Sandra. So the point I'm making is, is important. It's not just for welfare purposes. Are you listening to me? It's important to be a part. You know, that's why you have people say something like, Oh, nobody cares for me, nobody cares for me. Everybody in church cannot care for you. But the people in that your group, they're the ones that we know that you're not feeling well. They are the ones that we know that you will soon give birth. Hello? 
Imagine if everybody in church coming to ask you, when will it be due? When will it be due? When will it be due? Okay, now, put it on your, uh, put your EDD on uh, your Facebook profile. But the people in your group, they are seeing that your, the way you are walking is getting slower. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They, 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 they're the ones that will care about that. So, um, we had announced severally, if you don't belong to a cell, or you don't know what cell you belong to, settle it today. Before you leave. So, as we close the first service, walk up to Passandra, and she will tell you what to do. Praise the Lord. Now, I didn't plan for this service to give so much attention to that, but it's important that you have that information. Is that okay? Okay. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the opportunity not just to hear, but to act on what we hear. Thank you for 2020 for what you are doing and what you will yet do. We pray that this word will bring speed to our endeavors. I pray that this word will bring answers to every heart. In Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Say your amen. Amen. Alright, today I... Want to, we're still talking about foresight, all right? We're still talking about foresight. And um, I want to just explain that my title I'll give to what I want to share with you is Foresight Taking the Future. Hallelujah. Foresight. Taking the future. One of the definitions we gave when we were talking about foresight, simple, is the ability to see ahead. Um, I, I came across a statement that was made on television yesterday. Someone just made a statement and I, I just heard it. He said, You cannot defeat an enemy that knows the future. Praise the Lord. Are we together? That means that the future or knowing the future is an advantage. We talked about that last Sunday in the first service. The message was foresight, the foresight advantage. If you've not listened to it, go and listen to it. So, the definition of foresight is that ability, praise the Lord, to see ahead. That means you are seeing before the time. Are we together? Now, I, will, I, I should read a major text, John 16, 13. Amen. And I'm not reading in KJV, so give it to me in Amplified. Hallelujah. Amplified version, John 16, 13. I'm reading it for the purpose of, uh, for those that maybe have not um, been following. John 16, verse 13, Amplified version. 
I'm waiting. But when he, the spirit of truth, the truth giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truths. The whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him. Now look at this last part. And he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen when? In the future. There are some of you here that if you look back five years ago, five years back, sorry, or ten years back, there are some decisions you wish you had made. Amen. Hello? Are you listening to me? Yes, some of you. It won't be nice that five years from now, you are still at that place where there are some decisions you, you wish you made in 2020. Amen. Did you get what I'm saying? It is possible to be in 2025 if Jesus starries, and then you don't have any regrets about the decision you made in 2020. Amen. Why? Because of foresight. Glory to God. Rather you say, thank God I made that decision. Thank God I did that. But the truth is this. You can't make those decisions sometimes just... You can't even have the idea, amen, to make those decisions. Are you listening to me? If something didn't enter your mind, it didn't enter your mind. Hello? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If, if, if something didn't enter your mind, it didn't enter your mind. It didn't occur to you. You know, something didn't occur to you. What can you do about what did not occur to you? It's different from something that occurred to you, but you ignored it. What if it never even occurred to you? But what the Spirit of God is doing here is that it will occur to you now. And you will give it attention. Praise the Lord. So, when we talk about the future, I'm saying that if you can see ahead, you are better off than someone that couldn't see ahead. Do you know you will make less mistakes if even you make a mistake at all, if you can see ahead? In Proverbs 16.25, let's, it's a popular proverb, right? Proverbs 16.25, let's look at it. I believe that it's 25. Let's just look at it. I want to show you something. Read it with me. You know it already. Some of you know it. Want to go? There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Did you see that? That means that, see, what does it mean, seemeth right? That means at the time he was making the decision, it looked like the best decision to make. But now it has produced death. It has put him in a place of pain and sorrow. But it seemed right. My prayer for everyone under the sound of my voice is that it won't seem right now for you. That when you look at the things, it won't seem right. He said, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. 
That means if you are telling the man that day, don't do it, he will say, I will do it. Don't invest in that thing, he will say, I will invest. Don't travel to that place, he said, I will travel. Don't live in this, that city, he said, I will stay there. Because it seemed right to him. Why did it seem right? Because he didn't have light. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? It seemed right because he didn't have what? Light. The psalmist said something in Psalm 119 verse 105. In Psalm 119 verse 105, the psalmist said, he said, Thy word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, he, he's saying that the things that God had taught him. Now, when he says the word, he's talking about scripture. Hallelujah. At the time he was speaking, the scripture that he had was the law. Hallelujah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. But those words from God, the scriptures, were a lamp to his, a light to his, uh, a lamp to his feet and a light to his path. Now, the words translated there as lamp, and put up, leave the scripture there. Lamp and light, they're not the same words. Hallelujah. When he said lamp to your feet, he's talking about what he's referring to is that God's word is guiding my immediate decisions. Hallelujah. My immediate decisions. Then he said, but that same word that gives me insights is also giving me foresight. Hallelujah. And now it's a lamp onto my feet and a light to my path. The first one translated as lamp is like a lantern, a candle. Alright? Near in Hebrew. A candle. But the second one is talking about like a light from above. Like sun. Making you see the road. Now, you know, I could have a touch and I'm looking at where I'm placing my feet. Are you understanding me? Okay? That's not the light he's talking about. He's saying that my path. Do you know that you can stand here where you're standing is safe, but the road is not safe? Are you listening to me? So he's saying that the word is a light to your path. That means we won't turn on that road because of the light you have. Am I communicating? You know, I don't know, sometimes you, you, maybe you're driving on the highway, you know, and if you've traveled, especially on Nigerian roads, maybe you're traveling towards the north or something. There's some areas, especially around the east, the roads are bad and they're dangerous. Now, when you're driving, you want to see as far ahead as your lights can show you. Praise the Lord. Am I communicating? Some people have been saved just that way. You see something from afar, they, they stop. Praise the Lord. They stop. Now that's what scripture is saying is that this word, the scriptures, glory to God, they are not just concerned about giving you food for today. Give us this day our daily bread. Lord, I need breakthrough now. I need this now. Heal my body. Those are your immediate needs. 
the word also is a light to your part. What does it mean? It means that through the word, you will make right decisions. Your judgments, let me say my judgments. You know what we say your judgments? You know some people have impaired judgments. Your judgment is simply your interpretation, your own interpretation of facts. For example, somebody can see a man walk into a place and assume that because he's dressed in a certain way, that he's a wealthy man. (laughs) I remember... Um, a sister shared a, a story with me about how a lady with a car came and robbed in her shop. So, you know, the lady parked in front of her shop and said, um, called the name of her boss, said, is she around? He said, no. And I said, oh, she asked me that she come and pick so and so. I do they have, do you, it's like maybe a shoe or something like that. It's shoe, they say, yes, bring it. She brought it. Say, how much is this one? And they sell expensive things there. She mentioned the amount. She said, uh, you have, maybe ask for another color. Gave her this one, go and bring the other color. She brought it. As she kept going and bringing, after a while, she had like three left in the car. They said, go and bring another. She came back, the woman has driven away. Is the way that cement right. That means the person looked like someone that wouldn't do it. That was your judgment. Are you understanding me? But it was not correct. Now, when God's word impacts your spirit, your judgments, glory to God. Hi, Apaliske Protoso. Isaiah 11. Let's read verse 2. Let's read verse 2 first. Isaiah 11 verse 2. I want to show you something. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. And the spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. Keep going. I want to, there's a verse I want to show you. Good. I think it's this, this one I want to show you. Verse 3. And shall make him of what? Let me say quick understanding. Now. What I'm trying to say to you is that that word that is a light to your, to your part, when you receive the word, it will make you of what? Quick understanding in fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge what? After the sight of his eyes. Neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. That means there's another information he's using. Amen. Am I communicating? Years ago, I had a relative that had property in Nigeria and was not living in Nigeria. And so, the person used to come and just maybe come once in three years, check the property and go. So, one of the times, she was around. And, oh, hello, I said, let me go and see her. I think she, she visited us in church. This was many years ago, you know, and all that and all that. So, 
she now told me she said look um there's something i want to do now i want to hand over my property um i want to give power of attorney to a to a lawyer so that the person can transact in my name i don't have to you know and all that that's what i've decided it's okay no problem now it's just that she mentioned it it's really not my business i'm not next of kin are you understanding me but just that she mentioned it i said okay so the next thing next time we spoke she said she has found a lawyer you know where she found the lawyer i don't want to mention the name of the but it's a, a christian fellowship are you understanding me that's where she found the lawyer she met the lawyer there and she said she has found the lawyer and they were about to sign the property over in the afternoon i was in i was a bachelor then i was in my house and partially sleeping partially awake and then someone walked through the wall into my house and said the property she wants to hand over to that social person the person is not a lawyer call her and stop it and walked out i picked my phone and called the son her son and i said the so-called lawyer is not a lawyer he said how do you know i said he's not a lawyer <laughs> don't give him the documents because they were going to give him doc- they were on the way to give him documents as god will have it when they got there the law chamber they got there and he wasn't there so they went into the chamber to ask for him they said no there's nobody like that he said oh, we, we always meet him here he said no he's, uh, he's a house agent but he stands in front of our law chamber <laughs> he's not a lawyer <laughs> are you listening to me now interpretation judgment impaired the decision she was about to make she would have lost her property amen am i communicating so let, let me go further to say this you know the bible tells us about joseph everybody say joseph you find the story of joseph from genesis 39 joseph was the gift in the life of joseph is the ability to interpret everybody say interpret that means that what you're calling this thing might not be what it is so he said hey 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 by my interpretation there'll be seven years of plenty but after that there'll be seven years of famine do you know that someone else might not say this plenty seven years ah sure have, that's that's our life will always be say no you know what seven years of plenty is i don't think nigeria has had seven years of plenty amen year after year year after year the economy is getting better it was better this year the next year better the next year better the next year better. everybody just like man we have sure we have entered are you understanding me but he said no it will be for seven years after seven years, it will be so bad. Who, who had that interpretation? Joseph. Where did he get it from? Heaven. Amen. My prayer for you today is that you will function with such interpretation. 
Glory to God. Are we together? So, because a lot of times believers are very short-sighted. They are short-sighted in their decisions. Let me show you something. In First, Second Peter 1, let's read 8 and 9. Hallelujah. I'm trying to throw all the scriptures out so, because I have a short time. Second Peter 1, 8 and 9. Now, I'll, I'll tell you why this said, why the scripture says so, but let's first look at it. It said, for if these things be in you and abound, what will it do? They make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you don't want to be barren or unfruitful? Okay, so if, if these things be in you, you're not, um, you don't know what the things are, because he had actually said it earlier. But let's follow. Verse 9 says, but he... That lacketh these things. What is he? He's talking to a believer. He's blind. And what? And cannot see afar off. And had forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Now this scripture, anytime I read it, it just shakes me up. The first thing is like, oh, so someone can forget that he has been purged from his old sins. Yes. There are a lot of believers that have forgotten. That's why they are very judgmental. Because they have forgotten that they were purged from their old sins. You are a former, a former criminal. Now you are the one that is saying, no, 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 no. No, no, no. If the believer line is not straight, I cannot even sit near him in the church. If somebody didn't sit near you, will you be saved? Amen. Glory to God. He had forgotten that he was purged from his sins. But that's not where I wanted to go to. He said he cannot see afar off. Put up my scripture. He cannot see afar off. Glory to God. He cannot see. That means it is possible for someone, a Christian, but he can't see afar off. And that's why we're sharing this with you. So that what? You will see afar off. That's foresight. Seeing afar off means that you are making a decision today, but it's about tomorrow. Your decisions are decisions that have impact on future and eternity. Did you hear me? See, decisions that come out of foresight are decisions that impact your future and eternity. I'm not talking about, you know, some people can just be stubborn to say, eh, whatever will happen, let it happen. I've been a pastor for years. All these people that talk like that, they cry. They cry. <laughs> Somebody even made a decision. I went, we were telling the person, don't make decision. He said, say, no, no, I must make decision. No, 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 I've made up my mind. Then person made decision. Years later, the, the person started regretting the decision. You know what the person told me? Why didn't you hold me? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what exactly the person said. Why didn't you hold me? <laughs> I said, maybe you have forgotten that we actually held you. <laughs> we held you. We stopped you. We talked to you. We told you no. You still did it. Now, you're asking why we didn't hold you. Because at that time, you didn't see afar off. 
these scriptures in your devotionals in the morning you read the words you hear they, there's something they do in you amen you cannot be wiser than the amount of scriptures that have impacted your hearts are you listening to me you can't In Ephesians 5, maybe we should read from verse 14. Amen. I want to show you something. Now, follow me. Because we've said that the word will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. When that word is a light to your path, you won't go in the way that cement writes unto a man. Did you hear me? You won't go the way that cement writes. There are people that have taken steps in marriage. You understand what I'm saying? You see a brother, you say you must marry this particular sister. Everybody that is spiritual around him. You see, listen, I've taken, in my life, I've taken decisions. And you can't do what I'm doing without making decisions. You have to be able to make decisions. Some of them might be unpopular. But you know one thing, I've never taken a decision where everybody that matters in my life is against it. And I went ahead. I'm not talking about an uninformed person. Alright? For example, I have parents that are born again and have provided spiritual cover for me over the years. So, even when we were starting church, I told them. I said, I'm going to start Sunday services. I went to tell my dad. When I walked up to him, I said, um, We're already running fellowship on campus. And I said, We're moving to, um, I just came to inform you, this, that, 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 I'm praying about it. This is what we want to do. I've not even finished talking. He now said, No, 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 no. So I thought he was saying, You know, I said, When will you? move to town and start Sunday service. I said, that's what I came to tell you. <laughs> he said, hey, that's what I want to hear because that's the next, that's the next move. Praise God. <laughs> I said, that's, what, that's the next thing. Praise God. The people that God had put around me to speak into my life, they were all carried along. People that pastored me as a youth, I went to tell them. Amen. This is the next move we're about to make. This is what I'm about to do. This that, 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 that. You are blessed. It is well with you. The Lord's hand is upon you. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then we started. Then the next was, I think it was my birthday. My friends gathered and I said, the Lord told me to tell you this as good news. In July, we're starting Sunday services. And so I'm announcing to you as good news. You are my closest friends. I told them. There are key ones that maybe we've prayed together. You know. If they had objected, I will slow down. Are you listening to me? Be- you know, let me tell you something. Because I trust their judgment. Amen. I mean, are, you, are you getting me? I trust their judgment. I won't go blindly. The same thing, I was getting married. The same thing. The first official person I told was my father. 
He said, tell me the story. I said, this is how the experience happened for me. Da, 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 da. He said, okay, I want to see her. It's <laughs> okay. Then he said again, well, when did she come in? He said, tell me when she should come. He said she should come, I think it was Christmas or so. During Christmas, tell her to come, I want to see her. Then she came. He said, good. <laughs> good one, good one. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> good. Are we together? If he had a problem with it, of course, not that he would choose my wife, but if he had a problem with it, I would hold on. Praise the Lord. Because I know that he has visions. Glory to God. Am I communicating? So, I'm, I'm just saying that. Now, there's a way that seems right. So, you can't function beyond the amount of scriptures that have imparted your spirit. Let's read our scripture. 14. Wherefore he said, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ, what will he do? Shall give thee light. How does Christ give you light? Through his word. Amen. Do you know what's happening to you now? Christ is giving you light. He said, Christ shall give thee light. Verse 15. He now said, See then. Now understand the connection. When Christ gives you light, see then that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise. Circumspectly, that is that you're seeing all around. You're seeing, you're not just seeing it from one angle. You're seeing, you have, what's the right word to use? You know what they say, bed's eye view, alright? You have, you can see it from all angles. Let's read further, we'll read to verse 17. Redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. 17. Wherefore be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. That means that that light Christ will give to you will bring God's will. Amen. And that light will make you redeem time. You won't waste time. I can't remember what midweek service I was talking about or so. And I said that there are some turns you will take in life. Instead of 40 days, it will be 40 years. My dad told me something, my biological father. You know, he said, we were talk, he, then they were talking about marriage. Then he said to me, he said, there is too late to marry and there is too early to marry. So I said, okay. So he said, the timing has to be right. He said, if you get married before the time you're supposed to get married, you will never grow. That time he was saying it, I didn't understand it the way I understand it now. He said, you will never grow. And then he used that illustration that where a child, you put a load on a child when his spine has not formed, then he will never walk again. Amen. Are <laughs> you understanding me? You will break him. But that same child, if you allow him maybe six or five more years, he'll be able to carry that thing you wanted him to carry. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So, when it comes to how we function on earth, timing, timing 
can be can determine life or death. Did you hear me? Yes. Timing. That's sometimes we're praying, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying. Sometimes every physical thing is set. All we're waiting for is the signal to go. So your interpretation is right. You're interpreting the time right. You are interpreting the people around you right. You are interpreting your location right. I talked about it last Sunday. I talked about your location. You are interpreting it right. There are some people that think that if they travel to Lagos, they will make it. But that's where they will see the real austerity. Some people think if they change spouse, then everything will be fine. So, I was in this relationship, then they said, ah, this other guy, you know, this other... You know, I, I think I was talking to a sister recently. And I said, there's nobody's forehead that... You can't just see somebody and tell what will come out of his life. Are you understanding me? You see, God has to show you the man's lights. Are you get what I'm saying? I, uh, we, um, our friend was in town, um, Pastor Ose, yesterday, you know. Um, and so he, he called and said, Ushu, um, if we can come and see him. So I, went, I just drove with my wife and went to see him briefly. So when he was not saying, he was just you know, laughing, we were just playing. And then he said something to my wife. He said, you would not have imagined that this is how it would have been. Are you understand what I'm saying? He was saying something like that. Now the truth is this. There are some brothers seated here. You don't know what will happen in the next 12 months. Praise the Lord. Am I communicating? Same thing for some sisters too. Do you know that there are some brothers that the reason they're having challenge with the sister is the amount of money they're spending. Already. They've not married how. But one problem to the other, one problem to the other, one problem to the other. They would have said, man, this lady, eh, <laughs> this kind of, uh, this thing, since I entered this thing, man, and then he starts thinking of pulling out. Then there's another sister that's coming. That one even sends him recharge card. That one sends credit his account. You understand that? Are you running dry? Have this 40000 just for the weekend. <laughs> he said, that's what we are talking about. <laughs> you understand that? You know, you, know, you see, eh? a lot of things have changed. I'm out of time. A lot of things have changed. You know, in the early years, when I, you know, even in ministry... When I counseled people, I always counseled sisters that were heartbroken because a brother jilted them. But now I counsel brothers more. Amen. I don't know. That's, I'm talking my own experience. I counsel brothers more that sisters have done them some strong something. Praise God. It's, it's amazing. So, and then I've met brothers, I've met brothers, it wasn't like that before, that actually are looking for a sister that will take care of them. So, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what the problem is, but that, I've met that now. That's what I've seen recently. And they're not doing like it's a big deal. Just say, you know, uh, this other sister, you know, she loves me, but this other one. 
Why? Eh, well, um, life has been easy since I met her. <laughs> and he's talking, you know, he's talking. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just know that the world is changing, and that proves that the end is near. So there are brothers like that. So he now says, because this other girl looks expensive now, in the sense that maybe he has to help her do this, he has to help her do that, he pulls out and now goes to follow this one that is paying his, his fees and his bills. One year later, the man that she's collecting it from <laughs> to give to you has died. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. You didn't factor that one in your plan. You didn't factor that one in your plan. Are you listening to me? You know, the Lord gave me a lot of insight in that area, you know. And I was talking to some young men, some young girls, sorry. And I said to them, I said, there are some men you will meet. You met them at their peak. The year you met them, from the next year they are supposed to be going down. You can't know that. Are you understanding me? Just by seeing them. That means there are some men in life that the highest they will ever achieve in their life is that one million. And that's when you met them. And after that they are going down. Praise the Lord. Then there are some people you meet. You met them at their least. And that's the lowest they will ever be. Amen. Are we together? So the question is how? You know what I found out? If you are not even sincere in your heart, you will never meet those kind of people. Are we together? You will meet them. If, because I said it, I said, let me be calculating well. Your calculation will still land you outside the zone. Here you will land there eh, very far. <laughs> so it's not by human calculation. It's sincerity of heart. Hallelujah. And then, clear instructions of the Spirit. There's something about where your conscience is clear. The voice of the Spirit of God will be louder. Amen. I've met people that, when the lady met them, they had a job. I'm actually talking about a specific case. They had a job in one of the five, uh, what do you call them now? IOCs. You understand that? When I said, you know, mobile, they're one of the five. You know, and it was posted somewhere. But that year she met him, they, there was a mass retrenchment. They just, and he was among. So he lost the job. He had to come back to Nigeria and start from bottom up. But the, pop, the reason why she married him was because he is a so-so staff. May that not be the reason why you're marrying somebody. Amen. I'm not saying a sister should just see suffering and, and just enter. That's not what I'm saying. 
There are some men, listen, no, I'm announcing it to be saying it. There are some men that are cursed. Are you hearing me? There are, if there are people that are cursed in this life, hello, did you hear me? There are people that are cursed. There are women that are cursed in this life. It's not you that cursed them, they are cursed. They were cursed before you met them. When you join them, you will share in the curse. You will not erase it, you will share in it. Because the Lord didn't send you. Amen. He didn't send you. You are a healthy, healthy girl. <laughs> now go marry the man. Now, the stroke he has, now you too, you have stroke. <laughs> there is no stroke in your family lineage. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Are we together? So, let me wrap up. Christ will give you light. And with the light, see then that you walk circumspectly. He said, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, for the days are evil. When you are doing your devotional and reading your scriptures, receive the scripture and understand that because of these scriptures, you are receiving foresight. Hallelujah. That your decisions about, you start making decisions that affect the future and eternity. And that's the prayer I'm praying for all of you here today. That your business decisions will be decisions that will affect the future and eternity. That your family decisions will be decisions that will affect the future and eternity. I pray that your relationship decisions will be decisions that will affect the future and eternity. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let me end with this testimony. We had, um, we, I, I was in um, a business setup years ago. This would have been 17 years back. So, we used to set up um, cafes, like what they call cyber cafes then, for people, you know, who set from start to finish, who buy the systems, who do the networking, who choose the location for you, will employ the staff for you, set up everything. And then, we have a fee and all that. So, there was a, a, the one that we were working on, and then, we had bought the things, and we had signed all the papers and all that. Now we were to choose a location. So we finally agreed on the road, the area we are going to have it. But when we got there, there were two buildings. The two buildings are just beside each other. Both of them are two-story buildings. One, I don't remember the figures now. I can't remember exact figures, but let's assume that one was... Um, 500,000 a month, a year per annum, alright the other one was like 300, almost half now the one that was 500 we wanted to meet the owner of the property because we were just meeting some caretaker and uh, at that time it was serious money we were going to pay so we we just wanted to at least know that this is the real owner of the property but owner didn't want to meet us if you don't want to meet the caretaker, go Another person will get the place, you know. I don't have time. That's for the 500. For the 350, as we walked in there, we met the owner. And then, the owner 
is a cousin to my business partner. So when they tell, they say, ah, ah, oh, well, well, are you the owner? Yes, 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 yes. Ah, even if you don't want to pay for two years, you can pay for one year. So my business partner will say, wow, that's a big advantage. So now the two properties were close to each other. So we are three in the business. So he asked the other one. The other one is the loud-mouthed one. Till now, he's still loud-mouthed. So he asked the loud-mouthed one. <laughs> he said, what do you think? That one said, ah, let's take this uh, 350 one. He said, Pastor, what do you say? Then he said, sure, whatever Pastor says, we'll go with what Pastor says. Now, I was the technical partner. So he said, whatever Pastor says, we'll go with what Pastor says. I said, if she waits. What, now, at that point now, it's not just looking at property. I had to pull from, are you understanding me? I had to pull from the supernatural. So I said, we'll take this one, the 500. Thank God for the judgment of the other guy. He said, we'll go with what Pastor said. It's a 500. So what, what are you talking about? We're trying to see how we can cut costs and put the money in something else. The other guy, da, 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 da. 500. After I was saying the 500, it was more difficult to still pay. We are, who are we writing the check to? In whose name are we writing the check? Where are we dropping the check? They were doing us like this, stressing us. We were stressed to pay our own money. I said, but that's the place. We finally paid. We started setting up the place, da, 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 da. just three months or thereabouts into the use of the place. That was the period where, um, who was in government now? No, Delhi was in government also. Remember the first time they were shaving buildings? They would come and say that, they would, you know, uh-huh. that was that time. So that second building, the first floor, the top floor, had an extension. So they came, they marked it, cut here off. <laughs> so that building that we would have chosen was shut down for the rest of the year. It would have been a total loss. Even the man said, ah, thank God we followed that way. My prayer for you today is that your judgment will be right. Amen. Rise to your feet and just pray a prayer in one minute. And the prayer you're praying for yourself is that that word will be a lamp to your feet and a light, more importantly, a light to your path. That you will take the future based on foresight. Amen. Open your mouth and pray that prayer for yourself. Pray that prayer for yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you. May the light that Christ has given you be the light that will shine on your path. Every decision you will make concerning the days ahead, let it be influenced by this light that Christ has given to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith faith or call us 
on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Around the world, by the power of the Lord.